I know that's why you're all here. I want to be excited. I do want to be excited. Chris Walker. Nobody was waiting for that. We might actually have somebody listen to the mailbag this time. You better edit all this out. And Luke Gershon. My mom was listening just to hear me dominate Hoseball. <laughs> and now, here's the show. Here's the show. Here's the show. Here's the show. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast. Oh, I need to take these headphones off. Oh, that was, that was spectacular. <laughs> bad. It's been a while um, and here we are back. To, this is 2019 style now, whatever that means. I don't know. It's the new wave. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm Walker. I'm Luke. And uh, yeah, again, that voice you hear there, that's uh, from down under Missouri, uh, one Mr. Luke, the Goosen is Lucen Goshen, joining us from somewhere. Lincoln, Missouri, actually. Lincoln, Missouri. Lincoln, yeah, Lincoln. Named, hmm, exciting. <laughs> well, it's been a long time. Um, we, we enjoyed a nice long off-season. Um, we did. Worked real hard on our uh, individual off-season program of... Not paying that much attention to the Royals and uh, is a cleanse. We're writing about them, right? Right, yeah. Um, but we're back uh, with renewed vigor for the 2019 team. Um, but before we go any further with that, we should probably try to remember what happened with the 2018 team. So throwing it over to Walker for a uh, since we last podcasted. Man, uh, let me see if I can get the abacus out and count how long ago that was. Uh, I believe it was in mid-August uh, mm-hmm. was our last one. That's true. Yeah, we were in mid-August form then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely. The Royals posted the second worst um, finish in the MLB behind the absolutely dreadful Baltimore Orioles, um, but just ahead of the Chicago White Stockings. Mm-hmm. So um, at least we beat them at that. And then uh, short up the second overall draft pick in this year's coming draft, so hopefully we'll get another Big name like a Hosmer uh, out of the number two hole. And we. Or a Gordo. Or a Gordo. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. be another one. Uh, then we went to uh, the offseason without uh, playoffs or anything like that, of course. So, uh, and it's been real quiet. We, we picked part. up some speed in the offseason because yep, yep. that's what speed do is pick up more speed. Uh, yeah, uh, brought back in Terrence Gore, brought in Billy Hamilton. That's right. Chris Owens. Chris Owens. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something else to say right there, but that uh, was... They, they signed Kyle Zimmer it. to a major league contract for a reason. Well, they, they, they we'll signed see. Terrence Gore to a major league right, contract. Right, right, see right. the air quotes, but really it's split, got split, a split, split contract deal. that we'll never see the major league portion of it unless Probably it's on not. another team. No, no. So, But it does give the team we trade into the option, so maybe that's the point. Yeah, yeah that's exactly knows? the point. 
All that to say, it's been a pretty quiet offseason for the Kansas City Royals and really for baseball in general. Been a whole lot of smoke, but not a whole lot of fire. I, so. Yeah, I don't think that we're still in the uh, uh, mix for Machado or no. <laughs> for any of the uh, uh, all other. you Royals fans out there holding on hope of that big <laughs> Bryce Harper signing. That's, yeah, those. Uh, I haven't seen us hundred percent out, right. but yeah, that, yeah. So you're Bubba saying Starling, there's a Bubba, chance. Bubba Starling being removed from the. Uh, Major league ranks, or at least uh, roster-wise, being put down there on a minor league deal now. So kind of, but kind of dimming his light a little bit. Yeah, but brought back on. Right. Um, whereas the prevailing thought at the time is that maybe they would have just parted ways and he could return to the, I would say great, but I don't really know state of Nebraska for uh, football little, endeavor. So. Little Huskers football action, right? All right, so on this episode of the RoyalsBlue.com podcast, .com. there you go. We're gonna we're gonna add a new segment, um, new year, new segment. So we're gonna jump uh, after the break, jump into yay or nay. I like it. Um, where we will throw out some hot topics for your Kansas City Royals and give our completely uneducated yays or nays to how we think those moves went down. We should probably do that instead of like a crappy segment like a host brawler. So well, there's plenty of crappy segments. We don't need more. Including the best segment we always do, which will be after that host brawl. Ah, I tried, people. I this tried. will be uh, Luke's first chance to take down uh, the champion. So. That's, that's... I don't like to use the term domination much, but I think we're going to get to use that quite a bit here in a little while. Uh, but... I don't think that would mean anything because it's always been domination. It pretty much has always been domination, as there have only been two winners ever of host brawl. But to be fair, we're not going to know if Luke's just Googling Cheating. everything. Right, yeah. right. Like John does. Honor system. Um, and then we'll finish up the show like we always do with Walker's mailbag. It is it is getting full, let me tell it's you. It's been like five months. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be emptied. <laughs> right. So uh, stick around if we haven't scared you off, and we'll get to all that fun stuff next. Popped up. This should be it. Cookie Rojas on the on-field grass. Centers himself on the ball. He squeezes this one. And Busby has done it again. This 24-year-old right-handed from Fullerton, California, has just pitched his second major league no-hitter in a year and a half. Steve Busby works another no-hitter as he retires the last 24 fans that he faced. To have a really good Tell us at what time you knew you had the no-hitter. Were you convinced that sometime during the game you had it, man? Well, I took a lot of pressure off when we got it. We got that 3 nothing lead. And uh, I was just trying to get him out the last thing. Uh, uh, I was making sure that I wanted to make sure that I didn't get uh, two men on. Uh, another tying run come to the plate. But uh, but he caught the ball. What kind of stuff were you throwing that night? I was going mostly with fastballs. Uh, fastball slider. I threw one curveball and uh, two changeables. That was it. Thank you, Steve. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for those that chose to stay around. Um, we appreciate you. We got one more segment. Probably. More, more than you know. So, time for our new segment here. Yay or nay? So Wait, does that yay or nay for the segment, or well, we could probably do at the end of it maybe a yay or nay okay. and go from there. Um, but but for now, we've got three different topics here that we're going to go through of things that happened in the off season, whether it's recently or earlier in the off season. 
and give our opinions, yay or nay, for those events. So we're going to kick it off here with uh, probably the biggest player personnel news of the offseason so far, which is the Royals signing of Billy Hamilton, uh, which you probably remember as the speedster center fielder for the Cincinnati Reds the past few years. And I do. Uh, You probably have had him on your fantasy team from time to time, specifically to get stolen bases. I have not. Um, Guilty. Yep. Uh, But now he is a Kansas City Royal in what was one of the most obvious things that was going to happen this offseason. So, gentlemen, we'll start with Christopher Walker. Yay or nay on the Billy Hamilton signing? I mean, I'm always for 277 stolen bases in a career, um, especially on a team that's built around some team speed with the Mondeses and the Merrifields and, uh, you know, stealing some bags. But there's that old saying, you can't steal first. Oh, I've never heard that before. So I'm glad uh, I brought that's that. Funny. That's funny. First time in my life I've ever heard that. I'm that's glad great. I brought that. Yeah. yeah. So Hamilton you can put had, that on Twitter. I yeah, that, that people would really appreciate that. And this is why I don't tweet. Uh, but... <laughs> 236 career average uh, is, you know, very substandard, uh, especially from a outfield spot that we could use a little bit of power out of. Um, I mean, a career slug of 333 uh, is probably not uh, what we need in this era. But then again, maybe Dayton's trying again to change the the game in a, a new fashion to win uh, in a market that's maybe a little hamstrung compared to other markets. And so we he priced himself out of the bullpen, build your own bullpen idea. Yep, yep. And so now he's got to go on to something else. And uh, I think he's going to be, you know, team athleticism is, uh, I think, his, his mantra now. And that's Hamilton to a T. Fair enough. All right, so is that a yay or a nay? I would say yay. That's a yay. All right, yay. All right, uh, Luke, what do you got? Well, I... I am actually one of those people that was guilty of having him on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And uh, full disclosure, I actually traded Eric Hosmer for him last season when not, or the season before when Hosmer was down in the dumps. Um, and Whoa. that uh, come out to bite me in the butt because uh, Hosmer came back, as you recall, that season. So that wasn't uh, last season then. Two years. Yeah, yeah, last, yeah he never never really came back last year. Season, season well, before. Love you, Hos. Um, but. Thanks, Pods. Yeah. My thinking on the Hamilton signing was I was a lot like everybody else, realizing that it was pretty much an inevitability. So rather than uh, being too upset about it, I was just wondering the uh, how much and for how long is going to be my big question. But uh, he's going to be—he's 28 years old this year, um, and a lot of players that kind of starts to become their offensive peak. However, he doesn't really seem to be trending anywhere. He's pretty much been the same guy in the last several years. Uh, he does steal a lot of bases. He doesn't really get on base a whole lot. Yeah, 300 on base percentage. Uh, which means he's a pretty much a perfect Dayton Moore guy. Speedster. But my big thing is, regardless of the poor offensive numbers, he signed for a one-year contract, and it was for not that much money, but plus, less than $5 million or whatever. 5.25. Is that right? So at the end of the day, I, don't, I guess I don't see a reason why this isn't an okay deal. I mean, as long as he plays semi-decently throughout the year, he's still probably going to be a flippable piece come the trade deadline for somebody that's wanting um, a defensive guy that can steal bases on their roster for the immediate run and possibly the postseason. So if nothing else, you're paying $5 million, most likely for a prospect. And Hey, if he works out and he likes it here, you never know. He might actually find something this season and we might sign him for a couple more years. I, but I'll say yay just because it's, I don't see enough of a downside. There's nothing, there's nothing to really dislike here. 
So, all right, good. That's two yays. How about you, sir? Well, I waffled on this one quite a bit um, because I think as a player, it's a nay for me. Um, and a couple couple reasons why here. Um, I look at 2017 and 2018, in which he had 133 and 132 strikeouts in each of those years. I look at 2018, in which he had 34 stolen bases and was caught 10 times. Um, and so, and then I think of our current Kansas City Royals, and I think of our center field situation with. No proven players, mind you, but you're trying to find playing time for Brett Phillips and you're trying to find playing time for Brian Goodwin and uh, you know, whoever else emerges as an option in center field. So I very slightly go nay here, although I also agree that there's no real risk at all um, because you sign him, he plays, maybe he plays well and he plays a lot, or maybe he doesn't play as well and he doesn't play that much. Either way, his value to flip is the same. So um, more to be a contrarian than in anything, I'll give it a slight nay overall. But it's really more of a meh. All right, good, good. So two yays and a very hesitant nay. Jumping to our second yay or nay category. Um, recently in the news, we had one of our own get popped for PEDs. That would be one Mr. Eric Skoglund. Uh, who tested positive for two different banned substances. Um, his statement on it was very nondescriptive. Dayton Moore has come out and confirmed that they believe it was an accident. Um, so yay or nay, do we buy the story that getting popped for two very obvious PEDs uh, is an accident? Luke, we'll start with you. I guess um, I look at this as a, it's a 25 year old kid, you know, and he's getting ready to come back for what's going to be probably his first full expected role um, for like a full season in major league baseball. Last year he played in 14 games for a started 13 games had a slightly over a five ERA, but I mean, really looked the part like, you know, you could get some flashes of being an excellent pitcher and this was going to be a really telling year for him. And he was going to, potentially be a very big part of a rotation that needed him very, very badly since they have about three people to fill five or six spots as it is. So I think he felt a lot of pressure this year. I think he felt like this was the year he really needed to perform. So I'm not going to say that it's a yay or a nay. I'm going to say it's a please. It's a what? Please. Please. There's no way. Absolutely knew he was taking those steroids. Okay. There's no way. There's no way. Luke's trying you, to get his halftime segment. Yeah, of the I get so. Like, football. You gonna trademark that police when we get down here? <laughs> you think I can? <laughs> no, no. I, I absolutely think he knew, and if he didn't know, it was it was willful ignorance. I'll put it that way. He he may have put it in the hands of people outside of him that did something like this, but even still, it is his responsibility to make sure it doesn't happen. And I believe he knew he wasn't doing enough to make sure that it didn't happen. So that's so a. I do think he knew. So that's an emphatic nay so much that it had to be you know a different vocabulary to express right. the disgust right. of nay uh Chris, right. christopher walker what you thinking i'm thinking it's it's a big time nay um the stuff that he got popped with um are they're absolutely steroid like they're yeah. performance enhancing things one of them uh legandrel is a, a, a like a steroid stacker and so you use it to get 
better results uh, from from your steroid cycles. And and so, um, it yeah, this isn't. I mean, so I'm going to hop in here because you're essentially stating my exact point as okay. well. For uh, also nays, so that's three nays. Like you are so cute. Like the <laughs> all right, just a little, little piggyback action here in the studio, but. Um, <laughs> The yeah, like the, the, the PEDs you got popped for are absolutely just either ana- like alternatives to anabolic steroids or stackers used with anabolic steroids. Yeah. Like these are not, oh man, this ended up in tainted meat or something like wow. that. Like these are <laughs> He wasn't training in Mexico. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. Oh, I was just eating Spanish horse again. Like why do we athletes have to eat Spanish horse before you realize <laughs> you just not eat Spanish horses? <laughs> And with that, that's three <laughs> emphatic nays, perhaps from oh, a Spanish horse. Yeah, um, nice job there. We, we call that a callback, I that's, believe. That's what um, that is. And finally, our last yay or nay comes at us from some prospect noise. The Baseball Prospectus Top 101 came out, uh, I think it was last week. And within that, the Royals had three players that appeared in the uh, at 52 and then 61 and 64, I believe. And it happened to be a, uh, a power hitting outfielder. And it happened to be a speedy defensive center fielder. And it happened to be a really good defensive catcher. Suli Matias and Khalil Lee and MJ Melendez. And so that got me thinking, well, that sounds a lot like Hosmer, Kane, and Salvi, of which a lot of the 2014-15 uh Success was built around. So, yay or nay group are Matthias Lee and Melendez, the next Hosmer Kane Salvi foundation of the next title run for the Kansas City Royals. Christopher Walker. I got to go nay. The the next coming of those guys, I don't think is here yet uh, in our major league pipeline. The real reason I say that is those guys were can't miss – you know, early round or um, Dominican, Venezuelan, you know, like foreign-born um, draftee guys. And so with all three of those guys, they have pretty much major league average um, scouting. Um, projections? Projections, thank you. Projections. Hold on. With all three of those guys, they have major league average scouting projections. And – they might have one or two tools that gets into the above rankings. Um, but honestly, with what we have now, it's not quite what it used to be or what it was, I guess, with the, the other guys. Um, Melendez has a, a, a plus you know, area in the defensive ranking, but then you see the hitting power, all that's going to be down. Khalil Lee with the arm and whatnot. But uh, I just don't think... Overall, these guys are going to factor in as as well as we have with Hosmer, Salvi, um, and Moose. But so that's a nay to Matthias Lee and Melendez being the next yeah. Hosmer, Kane, Salvi. All right, Luke Goosen, Goshen. Um, I, I'm also going to go with an emphatic nay on this one as well. Yeah, well, the deal is, I mean, it, it's almost, in my opinion, it's almost embarrassing to even compare them because what you're comparing right now is what was dubbed by everyone, the greatest farm system ever. You know, people were talking about um, who's going to win the World Series. And I'm, you know, this is going to be the 2014 Royals. And this was back in 2011. I mean, people were watching this group of players and they were, they were talking about how it was a group of superstars. 
And the ones you've listed out here right now are, you know, a, a, a crop of decent ones. The problem is they're just the best ones we have right now. We don't have those those three top 50 guys that were that were drafted in the top 10. I mean, and you look at guys like uh, Matthias and uh, Melendez, I mean, these are guys that uh, are both sitting there with on-base percentages hovering just above 300 with low batting averages, and they're both still just in A-ball. Now, granted, one of the reasons why they're such high prospects is because of their age. They're only 19 years old or 20 years old. So we look at them as, oh, my gosh, these guys are going to be great, but there's no way they're going to even remotely be great this year or next year. And it's going to be a stretch to say that we're going to be expecting to do anything special for the Major League Club in two years. So to even at this point when they're three or four years out from even being able to do anything for the Major League Club to call them, you know, um, a comparison to three of the best Royals we've had any time in the last several decades, I, yeah, I, I'm not seeing it at all. Emphatic no. Emphatic no. Emphatic no. How about you, sir? I'm going to, you know, I, I will also say no. Um, and I think that Luke's. Emphatic. This is going to, yeah, I'll say emphatic. He's a follower. You know, or maybe I'll pick a different word like you like to do. But um, so I think that, and take the, you know, you might want to, you know, take a picture of this date or something, Luke, because I'm going to give you an incredible amount of praise for one of the things you said there. Um, I think you are spot on with your assessment that we are overvaluing these guys right now because they're the best we have and they're not necessarily the number two prospect in baseball like you know or they're not certainly not from a prospect standpoint they're not Hosmer they're not Moose they're not you know Salvi never really was a prospect but when he hit you know he's it's not that you know they're not Kane they're not Will Myers which is another one we haven't mentioned but that same sort of like best uh best pipeline in baseball kind of kind of perception that we had. So I have confidence that they can be good major league pieces, and I think I have confidence that, and this is kind of unrelated, but I have confidence that Dayton Moore can build a, champion, a team that can challenge for a championship with a group of good players. Um, but no, I mean, they're not, certainly not a Moose, a Ho- or sorry, a Hosmer, a Kane, or a Salvi in that respect, so... Nay, nay, nay. And so concludes our first segment of yay or nay. So, so guys, what do you think on the segment? Yay or yay or nay on the, you know, I'll leave. you could, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to let you do All it. Right. Well, I don't think we're going to finish on a higher note than that. So <laughs> stick around, hold tight. The Holding. best thing you're going to listen to this year is about to come up. And and then we're going to do uh, host, Zach's yeah. game. So. Yeah, the sounder in the host brawl is pretty awesome, too. It's just whatever. <laughs> but, like, uh, stick around for host brawl. Host brawl! You're going to beat me? You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <sighs> Boy. That escalated quickly. You got the absolute kit of the world, you know that? No. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you.
got out of hand fast. Here we go. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for everyone's favorite uh, slice of podcasting history ever <sighs> in the history of podcasting. It's time for Host Brawl. That's woo. that's so bad. There we go. There's that a woo. Awful. We got a woo. Whatever. I Luke's, don't care. Luke's such a woo girl. He is. He's a woo girl. All right. So uh, we have a new challenger this time to uh, to try and break down Walker's champion stri- championship run. My champion strip would that's be right. even better. Right. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know <laughs> what you do when you win. <laughs> well, you do. Live going. That's, that's right. You that is the reason. That visual. Um, so. Uh, yeah, uh, one Mr. Luke Goshen enters the arena to see what happens here. So, gents, we have three categories in our host brawl today. Oh. The first two categories have questions that have multiple point answers. And then the third category is a versus each other category. So that'll be fun. Wow. So this will be a beatdown. That's right. First category, that's what speed do. So that will be... Gerard Dyson. The answer is Gerard Dyson. What do I win? <laughs> Gerard Dyson questions for the win. Questions related to speedy royals of history. Uh, second category, the 2018 Kansas City Royals. That was how you say not so good. <laughs> uh, so those will all be questions about what we can remember of the 2018 Kansas City Royals. And then our last category, new faces for 2019. Trivia about players new to the team this year. Chris Owens. So there's our categories. Luke, uh, you're, the, uh, you're the new guy here, so I'll give you the choice. You want to go first or second? I'll go first. First, all right. Uh, Luke, Luke, what would you you like? Uh, A. Not an option. (laughs) What are my options? Luke listens as well as John. All right. This is phenomenal. Uh, You've got That's What Speed Do, the 2018 Royals, or New Faces for 2019. Let's do That's What Speed Do. That's That's What Speed Do. All right, Luke. Uh, the 2014 Kansas City Royals are remembered for a lot of things, but one of them is their uh, prowess on the base paths. Three only three players that year finished the season with 28 or more stolen bases. So I'll give you a half point for each of those players you can name. How about uh, Gerard Dyson? Gerard Dyson is correct. <laughs> half a point. Lorenzo Kane. That is correct. And? Ooh. I don't know if Esky got that many or not. I'm, uh, let me take this a second here. I'm going to go with Alcides Escobar. That is correct. A clean Dang. sweep. Oh, Walker Dang. shot across the bow straight up. All right. That is a one three point, point five uh, to nothing for uh, Luke at this point. Walker, what would you like? Because I really can only remember that one category. <laughs> Let's go with that's what speed of course, do. Of course you can. All right. That's what speed do. All right. Walker, three players in Kansas City Royals history have 300-plus career stolen bases. Ooh. Half a point for each of those. You can name. Willie Wilson. That is correct. <sighs> I want to. Two more. I mean, they had been here for a, a while to get 300. So you'd think Brett would be a natural answer, but I just don't know that he stole that many bases. Amos Otis. Amos Otis is correct. Ah, see, I'm not mad I... myself. One more. Alvy's been here a while. Yeah, he has. That's a good guess. Billy Butler played here for a while. <laughs> he did. Bob Green Eggs and Hamlin. Uh, I don't think Beltron played here long enough to get to 300. I got to go with Brett. That's incorrect. Uh, Luke, you can try to steal this last half point. Oh, man. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't. I get to steal this? This is my first time. Okay. 
Um, You're going to screw it up like you did the other first times. I'll go ahead and say Beltron. He didn't. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the answer is Brent Maine. Uh, no, it is actually uh, Freddie Patek. Patek. Okay. So wow, we cool. sit at 1.5 to 1 in favor of Luke. Uh, Luke, what would you like? Uh, let's go with the second category. Can you tell me what the second category is? This is going great. All right. The 2018 Kansas City Royals. That's how you say not so good. Oh, yeah. It's the Antonio Bendettis. That's right. Wait, is this the second category? Maybe we should go with the third category. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Uh, in 2018, four Royals batters struck out over 100 times that season. Half a point for each of those you can name. <laughs> All right. So 100 strikeouts in 2018. Last year. Yes. So we're going to go with the Salvi. Salvi is correct. Escobar? No. Nope. Like that. He doesn't like points. Right. How about Gordon? I'll let you see. Gordo is correct. 2.5 to 1. There are two more correct answers. Mm. Man, I'm just. I'm going to go with Escobar. I don't think he's right. That's incorrect. Christopher Walker, (laughs) uh, over to you. Still two correct answers. Can you please repeat the question? Four Royals batters struck out over 100 times in 2018. Gordo and Salvi have been named. This is a good question. I know. They're all good questions. You, you had to add some <laughs> set of longevity with that team. I know that's my problem. I mean, who was hurt? Who played? <laughs> Actually, maybe not as bad as we, we swung it for as long as we swung it. Um, let's see. Wit. Wit Maryville is correct. And so wow. two point five to one point five now. I gotta stop doing these point five quite yeah. like it's hard to remember. And you then, need that abacus you were talking about. Yeah, no You're joke. gonna have to cut beads in half though. So. <laughs> Lucas Duda. That's incorrect. Uh the correct answer oh, would be yeah. one Mr. Hunter Dozier. Oh dang, he got a lot of ABs. Hunter Dozier struck out a hundred times. He yep. got way more ABs than I thought. He got. Lucas Duda was at like ninety six or ninety five, something like that. I, I thought he had it when he said Duda. That, that I thought that was it. I thought you had it. All the Duda day. All right, so that's two point five to one point five, and we're back to Christopher Walker. Let's go with the th- Third category. Third category. <laughs> New faces for 2019. Oh, yeah. That All one. right, so this one's a little weird. There, I will give a stat, and then one of you will try to guess a number for that stat, and then the other one will guess a number for the stat, and whoever's closest gets the point, full point. This is, and how is this for me? This well, so you get to choose whether you want to answer first or second. Oh, okay. Second. All right. So the first one, Luke, you'll answer first. Billy Hamilton's career on base percentage. Mm, man, and I even remember that his career OPS is 631. Ah, career on base percentage. Let's go with uh, 319. Okay. Christopher Walker, what would you say? And whoever's closest to it, it doesn't matter, not Bob Barker rules, whoever's closest to it gets the point. Because I'm almost certain you said 333. So I'm going to go three. Luke, you said three what? You said 319. So I'm going to go 320. The correct answer is 298. Oh, what? Ooh. So that's a point to Luke Goosen. Goshen. 
That must have been his slugging. So we are now at 3.5 to 1.5. All right, so we are back to Luke. Luke Goosen, what what category would you like? Uh, Go with the numbers one again there, that last one. I like that. Let's try that again. All right. Would you like to answer first or second? I'm going to choose to go second. Second. All right, Christopher Walker, Chris Owings' career OPS. I will say 690. 690? Uh, I'm definitely going to say 689. The correct answer is 669. Ah, I knew there's a 69 in this there is, somewhere. Uh, this is history in the making here, folks. That would be 4.5 for Luke and 1.5 for Walker. Walker, there are four questions left. Give me 2018 Royals. 2018 Royals. All right, Walker. Of all pitchers with 10 or more appearances... For the 2018 Royals, only four had ERAs under four. So 10 or more appearances, under four ERA. There were only four pitchers on the staff that did it. I'll go Kelvin. That's correct. 4.5 to 2. Junis. That is incorrect. Damn. Throw it over to uh, Luke. You got three more options. Yeah. Uh, Whoo. Rejected. It was not a good year. Looks I passed. Like, I don't, like I don't no, you I have to know. answer somebody. Come on. I got. Uh, I got. I mean, I got. Uh, they were so bad. Yes. Truth. Truth. Keller. I was gonna say Keller. Brad Keller is correct. Yeah, that's right. Five. Oh my god. Five to two. There are two more, and I'd be surprised if either of you got, or I guess at this point, if anybody got the last two. Um. I don't know. I've, I seriously don't have any. Danny Duffy. I have no one left. In the interest of time. All right. Uh, the other two were Willie Peralta uh, I wouldn't have got that. and oh. Kevin McCarthy. Oh, Whoa, indeed. What? Sad face all around. Buzz your all right, Luke. Woof. Uh, there's one more in each category. Speed. That's what speed do. All right. This one's an opportunity for somebody to pick up some extra points. There were seven players in the okay. 2015 postseason that had a stolen base during the postseason. Seven players, 2015 postseason with at least one stolen base. Half a point for each one you can name. These are all Royals? Yeah, they had yeah. seven Royals that had a stolen base? In the 2015 postseason. Current score I mean, is okay. five to so two. We're going to go Gerard Dyson. That's correct. Alcides Escobar. That's correct. I should um, definitely pick this category. Alex Gordon. <laughs> That is incorrect. So it's currently six to what? two, and there are five more options. So Terrence Gore. That is correct. Uh, side note, he only had one in the entire time. That's why I didn't want to pick him. I couldn't remember if he got one or not. Yep. So we're at uh, six to 2.5. Lorenzo Kane. That is correct. Six to three. And Luke, you said um, Esky and Dyson, right? Yeah, I did. So... Osmer. That is correct. Six to three point five. Don't call it a comeback. How many more we got here? There's two more. Yeah. Two more, yep. Zobrist. Zobrist is correct. Yeah, what's up? Six to four. Suck it, Luke. And there's one more. You guys have a legitimate chance to sweep this. There's gotta be 
Uh, da, 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 da. I'll go Rios. That's correct. Yeah. Six to 4.5. You guys swept the question. That will That's happen. Impressive. That wasn't even my question. That's impressive. All right. Uh, it's not. Uh, Christopher Walker, there are two questions left. Where are we at right now? Six to 4.5. All right. So let's go with the numbers one. The higher, lower, whatever. Higher, low. All right. Do you want to go first or second? Second. All right. Luke, uh, this is a new face to 2019 for the major league team, but not necessarily the organization. Kyle Zimmer has pitched in parts of six minor league seasons. How many career innings pitched does Kyle Zimmer have? Major league, zero. That's (laughs) correct. But in his minor league career. Oh, my career. Okay. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say 230. 230. Christopher Walker, are you going 231 or 229? You guys figured out the shtick to this category. Yeah, we did. Uh, Luke said, what, 230? He is at 230. I'll go... I gotta go under that, man. I just don't know that I trust it to be higher than that. The correct answer is two fifty nine. <laughs> so now going uh. in. All right, Luke. The two thousand eighteen Kansas City Royals. Uh, conversely to the last question about low ERA, there were four pitchers that had thirty or more appearances that had ERAs above six. Half a point for each of those you can name. Um, um, oh, oh, the awesome pictures at the beginning of the year. What the hell are their names? Yeah, um, what are their names? Correct. <laughs> this category proving my point that people don't remember shit about the 2018 <laughs> yeah. Kansas City Royals. Nor should they. Right. Uh. Second worst team in Royals history. Mm. Depends oh on what you debate. Going. Yeah. yeah. This is unbelievable. I can't even remember the name. Um, uh, Adam. That's correct. That was one Where that I thought that no one from? would get. Correct, Jason Adam. Uh, so that's. Uh, I mean, the game's over, but now that's eight man, to four. This is a beatdown. This, this is what you usually do to John. What'd you say? Where are the other ones? He wants me to do the other ones. Well, no, I keep going. Yeah, what are the other ones? This is fun. Are you done guessing? Well, yeah, there's the, who was the super, super, super bad guy that everybody was screaming to get off the team? I can't even remember his name. That is one of them, yes. Well, that's two there's of them, two. actually. <laughs> Walker, you want to throw in some guesses? All right, so it's 30 appearances. 30 appearances. Plus. ERA's over six. Jason Adam has been said. Um. I mean, I really wanted to go. I love the guy, but I think Duffy might have been up there. Was That's incorrect. So the correct answer uh, would be Jason Hamill. I knew Hamill. Everyone's favorite jerk that broke the GMDM arbitration streak, Brandon Maurer. Brandon Maurer. And uh, everyone's second favorite Rule 5 draft pick from last year, Birch Smith. Smith. Walker, how do you feel that you just got epically beat down for the first time on host brawl? That sucks. That sucks huge. Now you know. Now you can you sympathize with John a little bit now. I sympathize like, with you with all the times I beat you. I yeah. have been beat once, <laughs> I believe, or did twice. Uh, oh, I got beat twice. Yeah. 
once was because John was hosting and did a category <laughs> that was John and Walker history, <laughs> in which I didn't have a, a chance. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, so that ends. <laughs> You know what will be for you guys the best eleven minutes nope. of host brawl that nope. uh, you've heard in at least five months. Uh, we're gonna go to our last sounder here, and uh, then we're gonna end this up with Walker's mailbag. Think you've got what it takes to best our hosts in your own game of host brawl? And in the case of John, you're probably right. Well, then take a step up to the figurative plate. Challenge our podcast professionals to your very own game. If you're in the Kansas City area and don't mind the occasional lick from a hyperactive German shepherd or John, she's really quite a lovely dog, I promise. Then shoot us a message at our Facebook at Royals Blue or at our Twitter at Royals Blue underscore com. Don't be the guy that didn't do the thing that let him live his dream. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. It's time for Walker's Mailbag. Welcome back to the podcast for our final segment of our uh, triumphant return in 2019 to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast. Uh, it is time for Walker's Mailbag. I think you meant best segment of our 2019 final podcast. best. You know, save I mean, the best for last. If you're still around at this point, then you know you probably. <laughs> Final best. It doesn't matter to you. Final might have different terms to you. Right, right, right. Uh, So uh, we have reached out to our Twitter audience to find out some answers to some Royals questions. And so that's our mailbag. We're going to share it now. What we got, Walker? Well, yeah, we're going to do things just slightly differently than we usually do, Mm -hmm. where uh, we answer your questions. We posed questions on the Twitterverse, uh, and we thought we would try and interact with our fans a little more. I mean, you guys get to hear us interact with each other, and uh, that's fantastic. But we really want to... We want to interact with you a little more, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that, and uh, we asked three different questions over the course of the last couple of weeks, um, and now we're going to answer those questions and how we think the sure. season will play out. So the first Twitter question, the Royals team leader in home runs for 2019 will be blank. Question mark. What did the Twitterverse think? Uh, the Twitterverse had some. They had a wide variety of answers. Actually, um, I think my favorite was the guy that said Ian Kennedy. Um, <laughs> that guy was on it. Maybe he was thinking the one that will give up the most oh, home runs in two thousand. Right. Maybe I don't know. Uh, the other one that was really good. I think somebody put Terrence Gore down. So yep, that was funny. Yep. But um, Ryan O'Hearn and Mondesi and Salvi, I think, were the three that I saw the most. With a few Solaires actually oh. in there, uh, which you know. Hip hip Jorge. If he actually plays. But um and then one person even put out uh do inside the park home runs count. Mm. And that actually this year has some uh, gravity. Could have so. some some uh some weight here. Yeah. All right, so uh I'll go first because I never get to go first. There you go. Because I usually ask the questions. I will go with one Mr. Adalberto Mondesi. I think this is the year that he breaks out. Now I don't think it I think that he's going to lead the team with like 
27 home runs or something like that. Because I think Salvi's going to continue to break down some. Um, he'll end up in the low 20s somewhere. And I I would like to think that O'Hearn's not a flash in the pan, and that, but I get the feeling he's going to be more of kind of an up-and-down solution at first base this year. So I go Adalberto Mondesi in the upper 20s. Luke? Um, I want to say Ryan O'Hearn, although I don't necessarily think he's a flash in the pan, but I do worry that, you know, he was used semi-sparingly last year and kind of broken, I don't know, broken so that, you know, you didn't want to see him crumble or anything. Kind of depends on whether whether they're going to start letting him bat against left-handers, So, which was Yeah, exactly right. Against left-handers, he wasn't, he wasn't good. He wasn't good against left-handers. Well, they, and I, they I don't just, know, but I'll, and they wouldn't, weren't giving him at-bats against left-handed pitching. Yeah, like, that's right. So I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ryan O'Hearn, um, but that one could go down in flames for me as well. And I acknowledge that. Host brawl winner Luke thinks it's uh, Ryan O'Hearn. Yeah. Walker, what do you think? Um, I honestly, I got to go Salvi. Uh, he's never had a career a year in his career where he had less home runs uh, than he did the year before. So he's always getting bigger um, numbers there, or he tied it last year, I guess. So um, I simply think that Salvi's just gonna have more than the rest of those so we think the same thing as twitter yeah it could be anybody right right (laughs) yep all right good what uh what's the the next mailbag all right so um january 10th we asked the faithful followers of Mm -hmm. royals blue Mm -hmm. uh the person who will lead the royals in stolen bases in 2019 is blank so the twitterverse was uh very split on this one uh, between three guys, uh, and they're probably the three you would expect. Right. Whit Merrifield, Hamilton, and Modesty. Uh, with a shout out to Willie Mays Akins from hmm. <laughs> early 80s. Um, a not Salvi, which I think is actually the correct answer for this one. Well, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then a who cares? So that yep, person. Yeah, that uh, guy. That guy. I remember that. So that person doesn't get a get any points for that so uh luke let's uh let the goose loose on this one um i think this is a pretty easy answer um you gotta go with whitley because to be the champ you gotta beat the champ and he's not only the champ of the world he's the champ of all of major league baseball this coming from a guy who who just did beat the champ so (laughs) i think that's where that came from actually (laughs) it's gonna be whitley it's gonna be whitley again until you know i mean whitley's here he's gonna be 30 sunny he might start falling off here in the next couple of years, but he had his career high last year, and he's only getting better. So how can you not go with Whitley? Whitley Merrifield. Um, so I'm going to – this is twice in the same episode. I'm going to completely agree with uh, Luke here. I think I think Whit uh, – He wins one host brawl, and now he's your best friend. You guys went from mortal arch enemies on Twitter to best friends because of one host brawl. Pretty much. So that's why that's the best – segment in podcast history because it brings people together in a way that never would have happened no, otherwise. No way. So, I feel together. Um, oh. So, yeah, I just think uh, Wit's got a window on how long he's going to be successful in this league, which is not too long, but he's in it. Yeah. And so I think that he's going to have, he's going to be playing every day. I think that he's going to have plenty of opportunity. And I think that there will be more or less no restraints on stealing bases this year. Yeah. I think they're just going to turn them all loose. So I would say, and I think Montessi is going to hit too many home runs to win st- or to lead in stolen bases. So 
Those... That'd be a fantastic reason for uh, for us to be right. I, I hope go. that's why he loses the stolen base medal. That's right. All Those... right, Christopher Walker. Those 15 extra times where Mondesi doesn't get on base is going to be there the ones go. that, that cost him the victory there. <laughs> um, the I'm, I'm actually going to go the opposite way. I'm saying Mondesi because I think he's competitive and he's going to compete with Wit and he's going to do whatever it takes to, to win that battle. Uh, and so he's getting to the point now where he had far fewer ABs last year uh, and he almost caught Wit. So I think with a full season under his belt, it's going to be modesty. All right. And the last question on this edition of Walker's Mailbag, it would be... Um, and this one actually was uh, a heated debate, mm. uh, especially amongst us on uh, the, the Googles chat yep. uh, that we always have, uh, was the next Royals MVP will be who? And this came out of the... Patrick Mahomes, the second uh, MVP title in the NFL, um, and the the fact that it took ever. I don't right. think they've ever had one in the Correct, right? Yep. And so, uh, who will be the the next one for the Royals? Who haven't had one since 1980 80. with yeah. George Brett? When George Brett almost hit 400, so um, that tells you what it's going to take to get another one, right? So. Um, Let's let Zach lead it off again for the second time. That's today. fine. Yeah. Uh, Adalberto Mondesi. Um, I think of any of the current team, he would be the one that has the chance because he has the wide variety of tools it takes to even be in the discussion. Um, if I had to put money on it, I don't believe that he does win an MVP. And I guess the answer is to be determined um it's just if you look at what it takes to even get a seat at the table in the mvp discussion a real seat at the table it's fairly ridiculous offensive stats that have to go into that i think Mondesi has the tools to do it of anyone that's on the team now more than anyone else i don't think that he'll actually end up getting it done though so i guess my answer is no one slash <laughs> adalberto Mondesi. <laughs> So he's taking the field and modesty. Got right. it. Hedge and bets. That's yes. how we do it. All right, Luke, what do you got for us? Um, I'm going to say that there is no one in the current crop of Royals players at all that's going to win the MVP ever. Um, and if someone does, the only person the Royals have that's even closer in the discussion is uh, modesty. Oh, my gosh. We, that's mean, three. Three for three. You guys are sick of me. Me and my bestie, we're just uh, all together on this stuff now. So. I'm looking. I'm looking at the current crop of people that contend for the MVP every year, and I mean, you look at the numbers and the stats that they're putting up, and it's just it's otherworldly. I mean, we're not. I think Mondesi has a chance to be, you know, a top five guy, kind of like Kane did a couple of years ago. Whenever he had that phenomenal season with uh, both defense and the bat and stolen bases, and finished um, fourth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, he was he was up there, but it was. I mean, he was he was a footnote. I mean, he wasn't even a consideration. And so I guess that's my problem with modesty. I don't think he has that pure, dynamic offensive skill set that it's going to take to crack those first two or three players. Uh, and I don't know. There's no one else I see on the Royals that could possibly do it uh, anytime in the near future. So I don't, I don't think we've drafted him yet. All right. Well, as far as my thoughts go is I think it's going to be whoever the Royals draft first with the number two overall pick. 
in the oh in the 2019 draft. draft. Uh, this is a that is optimism right there. Absolute. That's a, can't that's a miss. tall order for whatever high school pitcher they draft. Yeah, right. Especially <laughs> since there's no Cy Young. We listen to this. We need all that pressure. But the the Cy Young slash MVP 2019 uh, drafty. Because there's not one, I don't think, on the Royals right now, unless it's Mondesi. Um, and I actually flip-flopped because I couldn't stand to listen to you two to ha- be so happy in your your newfound friendship. It's bliss. Uh, because yeah. I was very high on Mondesi in our talks before, but I just can't uh, I can't do it. So um, I'm going to say the draftee that comes in 2019, um, you know, he's not the number one overall pick, so he doesn't quite have that stress, but he's definitely going to be a – um, you know, once in a kind of decade style pick that you get because you shouldn't get to draft second very often. Right. If you're a once in a decade guy for a program that has a chance at getting back to um, postseason play in the next five to seven years, you have a chance at winning a an MVP. And so that's where I'm going to go with. There you go. Fantastic. Why don't you uh, close that mailbag there, sir? Oh, and it's then, feeling a lot better right, now. Right, right, yeah. been emptied out. Right. Well, thank you all for uh, listening to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast. Uh, we're, we're happy to be back. We've got a good slate of uh, podcasts scheduled for this year, so uh, we're excited to bring you some more regular content here over the next 12 months. I like so. that we don't even number them anymore because we oh, have it's, just oh, yeah, straight is, loss numbers. Uh, no, I got it. Actually, this is the RoyalsBlue.com podcast number 27. Uh, my apologies for not leading off with that at the beginning. Well, I was it's just, been a while. I was so excited that it's, you know, <laughs> performance anxiety. I don't you know, whatever you want to call it. Don't you understand how editing producers work? You could <laughs> We're going to edit that And it appears we've lost Luke. Such a shame. All right. Thank you. <laughs> the best is you won't even have to edit that. That right. actually happened. Yep. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can interact with us on uh, RoyalsBlue underscore com on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at RoyalsBlue. And then eventually maybe someone will write some actual content <laughs> for our blog, which is at RoyalsBlue.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Gents, anything else? That's all I got. All for me. All right. Hey, he's back. And goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast. Visit us at RoyalsBlueIt's.com. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.